Tesla has taken hundreds of thousands of orders for the Model 3, which can go 220 miles or more on a single charge, but it's behind schedule in building them. One of the first customers to get one was 20-year-old Yo-Yo Shui. He got his car in December, and when I caught up with him, he'd been driving pretty much nonstop. This car has more miles on it than any Model 3 out there right now. Um, and it's only been 21 days. We've driven this thing more than 13,000 miles. Yo-Yo is a big fan of the Model 3. He was so excited about getting his hands on one, he wanted to give other fans a chance to drive it too. We've had about 450 people drive the car and about four to 5,000 people sit in it. Do you think this car is ready for the, for the masses? I think Tesla is doing their best to cater to the mass market, and that starts with a price. But um, I think where they're not ready is the software. Um, this car comes with so many features that are both handy and life-threatening. Yep, he said life-threatening, meaning features like autopilot, which is under scrutiny because of a fatal crash last month. Yo-Yo says it could put people's lives in danger if not fixed. He says on his trip, it took longer than it was supposed to to calibrate itself. On multiple occasions, we came within half a second, maybe, of either crashing into another car, rear-ending another car, T-boning someone, running off the road, or hitting a guardrail. Um, and that happened probably about a dozen times within the first thousand miles of driving. After that, it started working better. You got your hands completely off the wheel. My hands are completely off the wheel. Um, I have my eyes on the road. Uh, my feet are away from the brake and the um, accelerator. This is a little freaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we, we this is the last leg of Yo-Yo's journey. Around 7.30 on a Saturday night, we reached the final destination, back where he started, the Tesla factory in Silicon Valley. Just like at many of Yo-Yo's stops, there's a crowd of Tesla fans waiting. We've been yeah, following yeah. you in tracking like a dog. I missed you in Vancouver, so I came. Awesome. Yeah, thank, thank, thanks for coming out. Yo-Yo's trip is a reminder of how far Tesla has come and how far it still has to go. He says the car is great to drive, but there are still bugs to be worked out, and software glitches aren't the only problem. Tesla's factory is also under scrutiny. People who worked here, building these cars, say working conditions are dangerous. I teamed up with Alyssa Jung-Perry of KQED in San Francisco to investigate. one what's the address of your emergency? 911, what's the address of the emergency? What is the address there, sir? 45500 Fremont Boulevard. Is that Tesla Motors? Yes. That address in Fremont, California, is where Will and Yo-Yo just drove to. It's where they build the Model 3 and Tesla's other cars, the Model S and Model X. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. They have an associate with a cut on his wrist, and it's pretty deep. 911? He reported to the guard that his finger is uh, near falling off. Okay, where's the patient? Uh, we just have an associate up in our medical offices that they want to get to the hospital because he has chest pains and he's vomiting. Okay, and 911 calls like that come pretty often from Tesla. In the second half of 2017, there were more than 50 calls. One of them was for an injured worker named Dennis Cruz after a small fire broke out on the assembly line. Is Dennis breathing normally? Or? He is heavy, he's having shortness of breath. I met Dennis at a park in Fremont a few weeks ago. Can, can we sit? Yeah, yeah, no, that's why I wanted to come over here. 
Dennis has dark hair and is built like an athlete. He used to be an amateur boxer, but he hasn't been the same since the accident. Do you get out of breath easily now? Um, it's hard for me to catch my breath. He says some adhesive on a car frame caught fire and he inhaled the smoke. He didn't think much of it at first. It was a small blue flame, probably about foot or foot and a half in size. The tips were uh, orange and not much smoke that I could see. Since then, he's been on restricted work duty because of respiratory problems. Now he can no longer do the things he used to love like playing soccer with his five-year-old son, Little D. Dennis's accident was one of 722 injuries there last year, according to Tesla. It's, it's not uncommon to see an ambulance there a couple times a week. When I was carted off via ambulance, they said that they were there probably four, four times a week. How safe is working at Tesla? We wanted to see what was really going on at the factory, so... We went on a tour. Inside the factory, forklifts and tuggers zip by, lugging materials and towing dollies. We join the fray in a golf cart that takes us past workers clustered around car frames and giant red robots named after X-Men characters, Wolverine, Storm, and Iceman. During the tour, we hear a lot about Tesla's commitment to safety. It's an issue they've been criticized for. In 2015, Tesla workers suffered serious injuries at double the rate of the auto industry. But last year, Tesla CEO Elon Musk told investors the factory has gotten a lot safer. The thing that we're um, making progress on is factory safety. So I, I think we're on track to be uh, less than half the entry rate of the automotive industry and by far better than any other U.S. factory. We'll find out a bit later if that goal was met. On our tour, Tesla had us sit in on a safety training. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You see how you have your wrist? No. Let me show you what you were doing and I'm going to show you what I want you to do, okay? Supervisors show trainees how to hold and use tools and avoid injuries. Don't develop this habit, because what happens is if you're on a side where this kicks up, it's gonna come up right up into your face, and you don't want that, right? So, with this... Dennis, the injured factory worker, used to work in the underbody department, grinding down metal welds, drilling holes, and attaching metal plates. I asked him if when he started, he had any hands-on training for the job. No, ma'am, no, not in our area, it was... It was hands-on, but the training would be, here's, here's your grinder or here, here's your process. We'll read these work instructions. Tesla told us each new hire gets at least four days of training, which includes two days of hands-on. But we spoke to more than three dozen Tesla employees, and many said the same thing. There wasn't enough safety training. Roger Crony was a factory supervisor before leaving Tesla last year. He used to work at General Motors, and he says Tesla gave him workers who were so unprepared that he created his own training program. And I made complete PowerPoint spreadsheets and a complete safety training of everything they're supposed to be doing, what they're going to be wearing to that Pacific area. 
California's Workplace Safety Agency, CalOSHA, has cited Tesla more than 40 times for health and safety violations at its Fremont plant since 2013. And workers told us the factory was chaotic. Forklifts and tuggers would sometimes collide into workers. And he was hit by one of our tugger carts. Okay. And they pinned him and his leg in between another, uh, looks like another heavy cart. They're saying that he has uh, severe bleeding and uh, they think it may be a bone poking out of his pant leg. Okay. Are you... Several former employees we talked to said accidents like the one we just heard could be avoided if the factory floor was more clearly marked. We noticed the issue on our factory tour. Yeah, there's Wait. a pedestrian path on the gray over there. What, what gray? There's a lot of gray. The dark gray? There's a dark gray? There's a lighter gray for pedestrian. There's a light gray, like, walking path. Not on this area. This is for, for tuggers. But the light gray over there, you should stay on that. While the law doesn't specify a color for the floor, many factories use bright yellow to mark hazards. But former members of Tesla's own environment, health, and safety team told us it was well known that Elon Musk doesn't like yellow. Here's Roger Crony, the former supervisor, again. Well, yeah, he, he wanted the plant to be specific colors. So everything had to be red, gray, had to be red and gray. You know, yellow's obviously the safety color, right? Yeah. This caution color. Was, was, do you think that was a problem? Well, he was a boss. <laughs> so you got to do what the boss say. Color coding may not seem like a big deal, but Justine White says she was told walkways couldn't be marked with yellow because the CEO didn't like the color. Justine was one of five former members of the Environment, Health, and Safety team who told us that at Tesla, production trumped safety. At the end of 2016, she wrote an email to Human Resources saying she couldn't effectively do her job. She wrote, The risk of injury is too high. People are getting hurt every day, and near-hit incidents where people are getting almost crushed or hit by cars is unacceptable. Back then, Dennis Cruz was recovering from another work injury, tendinitis from repetitive motion. The company put him on light duty and paid him workers' comp, but that was as little as $1,600 a month which was a lot less than his normal pay. I could barely pay what, our groceries, our car insurance, gas, and food for my son and his mom when they went to go live with her dad. So, I mean, I, it was very hard at uh, that time. So I had to live in the car like three months. Unable to afford Bay Area rent, his fiance and son stayed with relatives while Dennis spent nights in his car at the same park where he asked to meet me. Where did you find yourself parking your car? Right there where that gray van is. So I kind of stay there because it's close to the bathroom. And I just go here and go to sleep. You seem very emotional. What's bringing this feelings up for you? It was a sad time in my life. It was hard to be without my family. They would come down and visit occasionally. Uh, when they did, I'd rent a hotel room, and my son would ask me, Daddy, where do you sleep? And i tell him, at work. I work so much, I, I sleep at work. 
We wanted to talk to Tesla about its safety record, so we went back to the factory. Sure. I'm Gabby Toledano, and I report to Elon Musk and oversee human resources, environment, health, and safety. Lori's on my team. We meet in a small conference room with glass panels all around, just a short walk from the factory floor. Lori Shelby is there, too. She's the new vice president for environment, health, and safety. So we're not only the safest car, we're the safest car made by the safest, the safest uh, employees. So we'll ask them about Elon Musk not liking the color yellow. I mean, that's, that's news to me. We have people in yellow vest all over the place, so. Um. Then Will brings up safety training to Lori. Another concern we heard was that the training wasn't adequate. Are you, Although, are you happy with the, the amount of training at the moment? I could always use more training. <laughs> but I mean, it, it meets the definition from a regulatory standpoint. We're always adding on additional best practice training and and trying to improve. So how safe is Tesla? A crucial measure is the injury rate. Remember when Elon Musk said last year Tesla was going to be safer than the rest of the auto industry? Turns out that didn't happen. In uh, our 2017 data showed that we are at industry average, so we're, we're happy about that. But was it even average? Here's how injury rates work. Companies like Tesla are required by law to record every serious work injury, anything that requires more than first aid. Even temp workers who get hurt are supposed to be counted. If they report into a supervisor that's a Tesla, you have to report them. That's the law. So based on my review of our data, we've always done that. But that's not what we were told by whistleblowers, who were former safety team members. And we received internal Tesla records that show serious workplace injuries were labeled as personal medical or minor first aid incidents. Those injuries don't show up on reports that Tesla legally has to share with the government. So Tesla's injury rate ends up looking better than it actually is. Here's Will with Lori and Gabby again. And there's a lot of injuries on there that we found that were uh, appear to be work-related and didn't get on the OSHA logs. I can give you some examples. Couldn't come into work because of pain from installing wiper motors. One worker hurt his arm installing wiper motors. Another got an injury from repetitive motion. And another sprained her back carrying something at the factory. We had a dozen examples. Can I just stop yeah. and say, I'd have to look at each one of these. I mean, we, use, we work with our clinic. We work with our physicians in order to make these decisions, so. Tesla says that in these cases, the worker may have thought their injury was work-related, then a doctor decided it wasn't. But we found cases where doctors actually did determine the injuries were work-related, and those didn't get counted either. Gabby, who heads HR, meanwhile kept questioning the integrity of our sources. I, I mean, I would say, first of all, we can't speak to the motivations of the, the people you may have talked to. Um, and unfortunately, you know, people leave for, for all kinds of different reasons with different, different uh, motives. So then Will shows them an email from Justine White to Elon Musk's chief of staff, Sam Teller. I know what can keep a person up at night regarding safety. I must tell you that I can't sleep here at Tesla. Uh, she has serious concerns about the safety hazards in the area. And I don't know Justine, but as you can imagine, at a 40,000-person company, we get a vast number of, of claims, and um, not all of them are substantiated. They said they'd check in to Justine's allegations, 
But what about everything else we showed them? We've given you guys this information. At the beginning of the conversation, you guys said safety is number one and everything. I mean, how does this square up with the information that we've given you guys? Oh, well, we'll definitely look into it. Uh, this is not the same company that you're, I think, that you're showing us here. It's not under my leadership or Gabby's leadership. After our meeting, they did get back to us about Justine. They said all of her complaints were unsubstantiated. And they kept referring to an anonymous internal survey they did in January. It asked workers if they believe Tesla is committed to their health, safety, and well-being. They told us that 82% said yes. We're driven. I mean, Tesla is a fun place to work. You've got to be driven to work here. So maybe it's not cut out for everyone. I'm back at the park with Dennis Cruz and his family. His son, Little D, has just climbed onto a swing. Okay, here goes. Ready? Hi. Hi, Dad. Hi. Dennis is no longer living out of his car. He has an apartment now with his fiance and son, but the last injury, the one with the fire, still has lasting effects like painful coughing and headaches, and he can't keep up with his five-year-old son. Okay, I'm going to stop you. Hey, Candice, we'll call you when you get done. You seem out of breath right now. A little bit. Despite everything that's happened to him, he wants to go back to Tesla. He needs to provide for his family. And he still sees opportunity there. They promote from within. I can't do that on workers' comp. I can't do that away from the factory. That's why I push to go back. I push to go back into the fire. That story was produced by Alyssa Jung Perry of KQED in San Francisco and reveals Will Evans. In the weeks leading up to our broadcast, they received several statements from Tesla dismissing allegations and pushing back hard on our reporting. One said that while the company may not be perfect, Tesla cares deeply about its employees and tries its absolute hardest to do the right thing. They also said this about Reveal's reporting. In our view, what they portray as investigative journalism is, in fact, an ideologically motivated attack by an extremist organization working directly with union supporters to create a calculated disinformation campaign against Tesla. 